Hemi76, bringing us into episode number 147 of Straight to the Point. My name is Chris here with my guy, J-Dub. What up, what up, what up, what up? Finals is over. Finals is over. We got to talk about Jokic. We got to talk about Jimmy. We got to talk about the Denver Nuggets winning their first championship in the history of their franchise. So, Jared, let's start, you know, with the obvious. In Denver, you know, they're calling it title high now. They're not calling it mile high. They're calling it title high as they raise the banner, their first NBA championship ever, ever, completely just steamrolled the heat. Just, no, you know, just just get them out of here. No, you know, as a wise man once said, they didn't play with their meat paws. They went out there and, <laughs> I mean, it's an actual quote. I didn't, yeah. I didn't say it, but. It wasn't, I don't know, this is a little early to be uh, making those type of quotes. We're only 50 seconds in. Listen, doing? listen, as the intro you giving? Do you know what the the finals MVP once famously got on the podium and said a word I'm not gonna say because you know we don't want to upset our sponsors? But Jared, let's talk about Denver, let's talk about Jokic, let's talk about Jamal Murray and, and Michael Malone, and let's kind of give some praise to Denver. You know, we we've been accused of being Denver haters. So let's you know set the record straight. Yeah, no, it's not not Denver hate. I've I've said it. I'll say it again. That was the best starting five we've seen. That may, might be ever, but that was one of the best starting fives in the NBA this season, hands down. It's uh, it's unfortunate that they had to play the Miami Heat. It's not, I mean, it's not unfortunate for Heat or the Heat fans. You know, that's a team that played almost what five games, no, five or more games in every series to make their way to the finals. They also played in the play, and so they played with a collective sixteen games, maybe. So like they 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 had a hard fought run and they gassed out in the finals, which is to be expected. And it wasn't like it was, it was like a gas out; like just injuries derailed them a little bit. The Nuggets played a great defense on them, and then when you just look at guys that this isn't just to disrespect them, but they're undrafted players that have just stepped up in huge ways. You just can't expect them to just have that level of sustainability throughout the entire postseason. It just wasn't happening. Kill Martin was vital. In that Celtic series, every game since Game Three, after they, when they won, he stepped up magnificently. Even in Game Seven versus Celtics, he stepped up. Look at the series before the Knicks series; it was Max Struess the time to step up. Max Struess and Gabe Vincent were having their performances. Series one versus the Bucks, you saw glimpses of Kyle Lowry, and uh, you saw glimpses again of Gabe and Jimmy. Just Jimmy was probably that was the great best series he probably had in this playoffs without the rolled ankle and everything, right? So, and then in this Nuggets series, if the Heat had really came back. This would have been Bam's final MVP. This would have been Bam's final MVP because Bam was oh. on a mission this series. It, oh, it was oh, horrible, but it was on a mission. Un- undoubtedly. You know, Bam, I think, silenced a lot of the haters, a lot of the critics that he had because he had an unbelievable series. He put up the numbers now. You know, I, I think a lot of what is going to go on, un- un- what's the word I'm looking for? Un- unrecognized moving forward is Bam's series this series because he played phenomenally. Great basketball. But a lot of it's going to be overshadowed by the fact that Jimmy kind of disappeared. Like Jimmy, Jimmy was a handheld. Jimmy, Jimmy was, a, was a no-show. And it he's not going to make an excuse. You know, we can make excuses, whether it's the ankle, whether it's something else, whatever the case may be. But he didn't show up. He did not show up. And the too much pressure is getting put on Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin and Max Struess. <laughs> And Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry kept them in Game Five. Mind you, though, the the, the only the pressure you give Kyle Lowry, I think, is warranted because dude got paid big money to come help but, his team. But, here, he's but here's the thing: he's not. You're not expecting. 
Kyle Lowry to keep you in a game when you have Jimmy Butler and you have Bam Adebayo? I think the warranty come. The only thing I'd warrant fans and parents to come at Kyle Lowry is for, dude, this guy was supposed to come in and help. Do like, but he, and again, in a sense, yeah, but, he did because they made it to the finals. But here's the thing: he's thirty. But, he's thirty-seven. Yeah, like, nobody remembers. Now people know that he's older. Like, like he, this he's is Kyle Lowry's seventeenth NBA season. Like, mm-hmm. let's not let's pump the brakes here. This is not Kyle Lowry from twenty nineteen. This is Kyle Lowry in twenty twenty three, and you cannot expect him to keep you afloat in a in a finals game. No, when the you had Jimmy game. Butler, when you had Bam Adebayo, when you have all these other pieces, Kevin Love, who if you look at game one and you look at the rest of it, when get, look at game one and game two. What did I say before game one, Jared? They need to play Kevin Love. They need to maximize the the ability they have to play Love on the perimeter, and he can shoot shots and make threes. And that's what he did. They inserted him into the starting lineup. Did it work? At, in the long run, no. But it did give them a spark in game two, and they were able to at least steal a game in Denver, right? The problem with Miami is – this is the Miami team we saw all season. They could not score. They can't play. They can't score. Like it's a struggle for them to get ninety-five points. It's a struggle. Most teams put up ninety-five points in three quarters. Miami is scratching and clawing and fighting and have to. They got to play like nineteen fifties black and white basketball. A whole bunch of dribbles and passes for them to get ninety-five points. Like it's this is not a sustainable. Uh, a sustainable way to win a series, especially the NBA Finals. You know, this is one of the worst shooting finals who's ever seen. Not just from the Miami Heat, who have a bundles of shooters, but guys, but also from the Denver Nuggets. This is one no, of the no, worst no, 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 no. Go ahead and say who you was going to say, Jared. You're going to say one name in particular. Go ahead and say I mean, we can say his name. I'm before Junior shot horrible. I think he averaged 12% from the three point line in the finals. You might be able to fact check me and say, oh, it was 20 something. It's not much better. It's not great. KCP was horrible. Jamal Murray and Jokic might have been the most consistent. I mean, Jokic had a highlight three-point finals. Like, he was but shooting. A name, you, a name that you didn't mention that needs a lot of praise, Aaron Gordon. Oh, Aaron Gordon was, again. Because Aaron Gordon. See the difference of a younger Paul Millsap to the older one that they had. Because that's what kind of what Gordon was brought into to be the, the better version of what Paul they had in Paul Millsap. Because Paul Millsap game fits seamlessly next to Jokic. Aaron Gordon is that. Aaron Gordon can hit a couple threes. Plays better defense. He actually showcases playmaking a little bit in this finals, but he plays way, way better distance than Paul Mitchell was at the age that Paul Mitchell was playing at, which is like 36 when he joined Jokic. And it just, it, you got somebody that can intangibly switch on anything, and he blocks a shot and catches lobs. Paul Mitchell wasn't really doing that anymore. That's it worked. KCP fit. And Aaron Gordon still has, a, has his versatility, still have, has his athleticism. And now he has a little bit of experience in the league. Look at him in Orlando. He's a completely different player than he is now. You look at KCP, he's still that three and D guy. You look at Jamal Murray, he can bring, the, he can operate the offense, or Jokic can operate the offense. They have versatility. They only play seven guys. Like I've said this a thousand times, they only play seven guys. They play their starting five: Jeff Green and Bruce Brown, and sometimes Christian Brown. Uh, Christian Brown. That's it. That's it. They're not playing Ish Smith. They're not playing Reggie Jackson. They're not playing Thomas Bryant. They're not playing. Conchar and whoever else is on the they're not playing them guys, man. They're playing seven guys. You know, like that's the that's the way you gotta be. Like, that's clearly how you gotta be in this NBA. Because you can't have 
But no, no. Here's the thing. Look at Miami, no, right? You don't need seven guys. Miami out there with Cody Zeller. Come on, well, now. You don't need seven guys, theoretically. You, I mean, if you have a great starting five, you can win with seven guys. But if you're a team that has, let's say, a mediocre starting five or a good starting five with, like, three key pieces and the rest is average, like, okay, seven, you can win with eight to nine. Seven, eight. Okay, seven, eight. You're not really – What team no, – What team are the Warriors okay, the won, won, okay, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Warriors are the exception to almost everything. The Bucks won with eight to nine. Oh, come on. I'm not counting the Grayson Allen. They won with eight to nine. Like, the Cavs and LeBron won with eight to nine. Like, no, they had LeBron James and everybody else. The Lakers LeBron James team won with eight to nine. Like, if eight to nine is your norm. The Nuggets said, nah, let, let's be for real. Our team is starting five, one through five is versatile. Can shoot when they you know, want to hit these shots. We know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But they have. By far, in this po- in this postseason, in this season alone, they had the greatest two man game in Jamal Murray Jokic. That that two man game was hands down the best all season. They they were uh, unbelievable. The one thing I, I railed on Jamal Murray about, and I got, I, got on, I don't hate him. Yeah. I think he was inconsistent. You and called think, him Bradley Bill. I called him inconsistent. Now what do you got to say about him? He wasn't inconsistent. But you called him Bradley Bill. Now what do you have to say about him? You know we have a listener that okay. has heard you say okay. that. Okay, fine. And that's fine. And that's why I brought it up is because the one thing I got on about Jamal Murray is that he was wildly inconsistent. Like he would put up great numbers one game and disappear for two weeks and put up great numbers again and disappear again. He was consistent throughout this finals. And that showed in the way that Denver performed. He was out there, along with Jokic, putting up triple-doubles, putting up 30 points, putting up the, the requisite statistics for them to win and doing the things that required him, you know, required of him to win these games. You look at Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. had a terrible series, right? But in game five, yes, he took a lot of threes, but that's what he does. But he was also doing the things that you need to win. You out there and grab 12 boards and put up 14 points. He got you a double-double. He got the the one three that he did make in game five was a key three. Came down the court, didn't hesitate, took the three at the top, you know, at the corner, at the elbow, and made it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's the key of a, a of a, a shooter that's confident in himself. Because if somebody wasn't confident, look at Struess. Like when Struess was not confident, you could see it in his shots, his body language, the way it came it came off his hands. It just wasn't the same. But when he got his rhythm and got going. He made a lot of he made was making the shot. Struess was the same way. Struess had a terrible shooting series after, you know, after that Boston series. It wasn't eighteen percent, but it, it was bad. It was bad. But Struess was doing those things too. He's playing with energy on both sides of the ball, playing defense, hustling, and that's the thing I love about teams like Denver and teams like especially Miami. I enjoy when teams are gritty and want to win and hustle and do the little things and play with the detail that good. Championship caliber team, championship caliber teams do. Now I'm not saying Miami, you know, offensively they're not a championship caliber team. Like that's not sustainable. But defensively and with the intangibles, Miami had every right to be there because they, of all the teams in the East, have those two things. They have culture, Jared. They have the culture, and that's what got them that far. Once I don't know culture, if they'll be able to do it again because that team that, that they okay, can't oh, afford. Oh, oh, of course not. But they can afford that team going into it was, season. It was a good run. It was a good run. It was a great run considering where they were at the start of this playoffs. Three minutes away from being eliminated by Chicago. So Yeah, no, Jimmy Butler go down as one of the greatest players to take not one but two of the worst rosters in the NBA to a finals. He'll be but, he'll go down as that. So, so let me ask you this, right? Since we talked about Jimmy since you brought him up. 
Is Jimmy Butler a Hall of Famer? They'll, they'll bring him in, yeah. I guess now he will be. He's been to two finals. He'll, he'll get in. I mean, he'll be submitted if he wins a, an MVP, but that's not his, that's not his bag. Here's, here's the thing. He, won, he went to two finals, right? So he won two Eastern Conference championships, right? But he hasn't won, he hasn't won a title. And his his overall numbers aren't great. Like his but I, mean, I think his postseason numbers will carry him, propel him, not carry, propel him forward. Again, there are guys that we've gotten named as Hall of Famers now that have never seen the finals. So it's like, yeah, Jimmy would probably get in. I don't know if he'll get in after his five years of retirement, but he'll get in eventually. I, I I'm not I, I'm not against what he also said in a, in a I don't know if it was like it was not a presser, it was a feature where he said he wasn't going to show up. If he got into the Hall of Fame, yeah, I get it. I feel like it wasn't – people were bashing saying, why would you – I think he was saying it more as the fact that if I don't want a finals, going to the Hall of Fame for him is not the same because he's like, I didn't do anything. Again – Yeah, but here's, the, but here's the thing, right? I I get it because that's something I would say. Like, I'd be like, yeah. I, I get what he was saying. I'm not against him. I get him. it. I'm, I understand it. But the question is, is he a Hall of Famer? And I, think I, think he's, I think he's made it in. I think, again, I now – it's very close. Going. I think it's very close because here's the thing, right? I'm, I don't I, have a vote, but I'd probably vote him in. If you if you just take his numbers, right, his career numbers, regular season numbers, they they are good. They aren't great. They aren't Hall of Fame. Like they aren't they aren't Jokic. They aren't Wilt. They aren't you know whatever. But so like here's the thing we talk about with Hall of Famers and we talk about great players in retrospect. Was he at any point in time the best player? You know the best player at his position in the league. No, he's top five. But top okay. ten. Okay, so it, was he top five or top ten? It depends who you ask him. I mean, okay. it depends on what season we're talking about. Okay, so at any at his peak, at his very at his he was top five peak, at his peak, he was top five in his position at his peak. Was he ever? <laughs> was he ever two or three? No. Okay. Dude, look who he's playing in the league. But this also that also comes into account of with these with these conversations, right? Because then it's not because he's right. right, It's the basketball hall of fame, right? Like if you want to take about what he did at Marquette and whatever, blah blah blah, that's fine, right? But I'm talking about strictly from when he came came into the league with Chicago Bulls, all the way to now with the Heat. His best seasons are 2021. Like his best seasons, quote unquote, are when he joined the Heat. No, his best season when he started with the Sixers that midseason to the Heat. He walked. Okay, Even okay, Toronto, actually, we got to not not Toronto. What's the team? The, Minnesota the Timberwolves. Yeah, he he was having a phenomenal season. Okay, yeah, but but they didn't. Do, Minnesota never did anything with him. Bro, he, remember, no, he didn't. But nobody he's talks about. Remember, he broke their more, playoff drought. He's he was always they went to the playoffs. Okay, that's fine. But he's more known for how he got out of Minnesota than anything he did in Minnesota. No Which is not fair to him because let's be fair. You got to we count that as well. Jimmy Butler is a guy that takes teams that have not done it to go do it. Sixers aside, because he only played half a season, but Timberwolves never, they were in a playoff drought. Jimmy broke that drought. Goes to the Heat, haven't seen the finals, or haven't even made it deep in the playoffs in like six, seven years. Jimmy takes him to the playoffs. Boom. Now we're in the finals, not once, but twice. We're in two conference finals. Like they, he's done that. Like I get it. it the argument can be made. Yes, I think Jimmy's going to make the Hall of Fame. What he goes or whatever, that's, that's on his own personal thing. But yeah, I think Jimmy has a very strong case to make the Hall of Fame. I'm not, I'm not saying his case is baseless. I'm just saying it's very close because yeah, but there's, so, there's a lot of guys that are gonna make the Hall of Fame. That like who they have better numbers than him, but they like ain't who? done it like he has either. 
Chris Paul is the greatest passer, but like he's done it like Jimmy. Stop it. Chris Paul is like top five all time in assists. Wait, his numbers for a point guard make him really great, but it's not like he's ever made it to two finals in his career. He just got to one just at the age of 38. Yeah, but Chris Paul at arguably was the greatest at, was the greatest point guard of his generation. Damian Lillard is a top 75 player. He's never seen the finals. He's gonna no, make the Hall of Fame. Numbers are better. But he's gonna make the Hall of Fame. Like that's all I'm numbers saying. He's the guy that's gonna make the Hall of Fame. But you gotta understand, like you can't if you have a if you're a 20 point per game guy, 26 and 6 guy, like Jimmy is in the regular season. That's not a Hall of Fame. That's not Hall of Fame. I think the storyline for Jimmy, plus he's not like he has bad numbers. It's not he's like, I'm, oh yeah, I, this dude. I didn't say he has like, bad numbers, but 26 and 6 is not a Hall of Fame guy. Off the numbers, it's not. It's yeah. not. Then, it's then not. that's when they start adding in the rest of his stuff. 26-6, two conference champ, two conference okay. finals, conference finals MVP, I get two it. finals okay. MVPs, a 40-point triple double in the final. Like stuff like that is when they start, oh, boom. Okay, yeah. But here's the thing, right? Let's let's look at his resume. He's six-time all-star. You know, he's conference finals MVP in the East. I don't think he's, he's ever made, made All-NBA. He's made all he's made the third team of All-NBA four times. Oh, he's, oh, he's made the it. second All-NBA team once this year, right? Oh, he made improved, was the most yeah. approved player in 2015 and led the league of steals in 2021, right? Those Very good. Numbers. Those Very good. But is it Hall of Fame or Hall of Very Good? Like this is very good. It's but- Hall of Fame because at the end of the day, that's what they put us. They put that's what they put players in for. That's like what do we we've got? You got we can go through the list of Hall of Famers in the NBA Hall of Fame that are in our decade or re- further back that we like. Oh, this dude should be taken out by now. This dude did this and this. It's, it's also it's also it's also relative to the competition that he played with. Also relative to the time, whatever the case may be. And I understand that, right? But he's not even a 20-point-per-game guy, Jared. He doesn't even average 20 points a game in his first career. Well, I mean, think about who he was playing with to start his career. He wasn't going to get no minutes. I, I personally wasn't playing him okay. with the rules. Okay, but – okay, that's fine. He, you, even if you took off I mean, first, I think the even trajectory you took of his first career – just you took out the first two years of his career, Jared. Jimmy's propelled – Then, if you take out the first two years of his career, he's propelled like Elgin Baylor propelled. Elgin Baylor the first – Elgin Baylor. Remember, Elgin Baylor's first two years of his career was horrible. Yeah, I thought was the two said, last years. Yeah, I thought you said Elton Brand. I was about to. Oh, was... <laughs> that Elton Brand. Yo, I was... you got <laughs> you got Sixers brand. You got to chill. Yo, yo, I'm like, yo, I'm like, what? Yo, I almost stopped this whole show. No, <laughs> nobody would bring him up. I'm just saying, you would take out the last two years of Elgin Baylor's career where he just, you know, didn't play. Got you at 11, yeah, but 10 El- points a game. Elton Brand went. Uh, God, see, there you go. Elgin, Elgin, Elgin Banner had more, had way more postseason success than, than Jimmy Butler did. But he never won a ring either. But he, how many finals did Elgin Banner go to? Scored more. He was a better scorer than Jimmy Butler. How many finals did Elgin Banner go to? Elgin Banner in four? his at his prime was arguably. A top player at his position, if oh, not no. the top player the man at his position. He averaged like 38 in one day. I've never seen it. You know, I didn't live at that time point. But you look at right. his numbers, he had like 38 one year. And here's, but here's the thing. If you're going off – but that's the thing. He didn't have the, the the postseason success that everyone loves to talk about. But he had the numbers. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying, though. They, Jimmy, they, don't, Jimmy don't got the numbers the or the ring. Jimmy. Jimmy don't got the numbers or the ring. If Jimmy had an MVP, I think it's solidified. Okay, that's different. But he doesn't. But that's I think they're going to put him in the Hall of Fame because we've just seen how the way it's softened. Let's be fair. It's softened. 
We've seen Listen, guys make it in that should make it Jimmy's, in. We've seen dudes get top 75 that should be top 75. Jimmy's so very often. good. I'm not arguing that Jimmy's not a very good player. But Hall of Fame, pump the brakes on that. Let's I haven't seen him getting in it. The, the only thing is, again, I think Jimmy just phenomenal with how many games he played. Somebody tell me he played, like, I'll say here, Okay, hold on, hold on. Before you, before you make that point, right? If you look at Jimmy Butler's game three, four, and five, oh, he do gassed out. And but that's that's again, I don't yeah, know. But if, if, you're a, but if you're a he superstar, if you're a superstar and you gas out, you get killed. And he did. He's bro. He's been getting. But not, but not that, as much. But not as much as as a top tier guy should be. I mean, if that was anybody, oh, if that was anybody else in that position, they'd be killing him. I think the reason why you can't kill him is because those guys that you would be naming, not previous years ago, but the guys you'd be naming now got superstars with him. What superstars does he have with okay, it? Don't, okay, play, don't play Bam. Don't fine. Say Bam. I'm not saying Bam. Okay, fine, right? I'll give you that. Like, Jimmy's the, is, is the last person since, like, Kobe to be a one-man. Is, is Jimmy a Hall of Famer? I'd, yeah, I'd give him Hall of Fame. I think you could put him in there. Because I, I can't name guys over him in the league right now besides like Braun, KD, and, and uh, yeah, the Hall of Fame. Carmelo. But then after that, after Carmelo's, that was, Carmelo's a Hall of Famer. Stop it. Carmelo's a Hall of Famer. It, 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 Melo's a Hall of Famer. Jimmy's probably going to be the guy that follows yeah, but Jimmy after doesn't Carmelo. have the numbers that Melo has. Melo has him on. Melo has him on every stat you can think of. And yes, Melo's top two points all time. Melo's never seen what Jimmy's seen in the postseason. That's fine. And never I'll give seen. you that. So and that's the argument that. they would make for that, which is why the same argument we have, they're probably it's having not the same like thing. But it's not like Jimmy got three titles. Jimmy ain't got no titles. It's not like Mel's ever seen a finals. Yeah, but Mel has way better regular season numbers than Jimmy does. And he's top, that top, hold on, top nine all time in, in points. Yes. All time. That's huge. That's that's a, that's it right there. You're good. And it's not even just a longevity stat. Like, Melo at – at certain points in his career, arguably, was a top three player in the league. Yes. With well, was Jimmy top three small forward in the league. Jimmy he was a top small not, power forward. That's, right. that's not no disrespect to Carmelo. Okay, that's fine. Was, whatever. Right, right, whatever. Because yeah, LeBron and KD and Kobe, whatever. Kobe. I'm not, I'm not arguing that. KG. I'm not arguing. They're all Hall of Fame guys. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy is a step below that. Jimmy's yes. a step below that. But those step below that guys make the Hall of Fame is what I'm saying to you. Like those step below not guys, really, not really. Those dudes make it. Jimmy's, so like Jimmy's good. Here's the thing: Jimmy's good, and I think Jimmy's going to end up getting in because he's had those two finals appearances, right? But. There's a difference, and I think that there is a, a difference between, like, you know, it's kind of like baseball. Like, all Hall of Famers aren't the same anymore. That's fair point. Like, if you put a Hall of Fame team together, you start giving me some names, you're just like, eh, you know what yeah, I mean? But, but here's the thing. Like, I, there's guys right now in the league you take before Jimmy Butler. Oh, I ain't taking a lot, though. I'm not taking a lot. I might take. But the guys you would if, take if Jimmy's top ten, there's nine more than I'm taking them. Nine yeah, but but all hours. but nine of those guys are Hall of Fame guys. They ain't make it to the finals. That's, that's just the fair point to say right there. Though they are big. Okay. okay, so I I feel like that's the argument you started. Here's making. the thing. Here's the thing about Jimmy, right? Unless Jimmy wins a title in the next what? He's not. How long is his contract? Three more years? He said. No, it should be two now, right? I can look it okay, up. Okay, we have laptops. Even if it's two, right? Because he signed in what 2020. 
Yeah, Quentin Johnson. He's so he signed a four year, so he's two years. Four year deal, so he gets two left, right? If they win a title in the next two years, then that then my opinion will shift to yes. If he's if they, not with the Heat, then I, okay, mean, they, again, I can't say not. If they don't win a title, if he doesn't win a title in the next two years, like he said he's going to retire for the next two years, whatever. Let's say he doesn't retire. He, he, he yeah. Let's say he doesn't. Let's say he doesn't retire. I don't. His numbers will go up though if he does. Numbers will go up. Okay, his numbers may go up and may become a little bit better. What's but next season? What's next season? Twenty four. Yeah, he got two years left. Okay, so if he has two years left, right, on his deal, <sighs> and let's say he retires because he planned, he said he planned on retiring. Well, he retired. doesn't have an option. He does have an option. Twenty five. He'll probably pick that up. You're not passing up on fifty. Okay, million. so it was, it was five. I think it was a five. He said five years in his contract. He signed for four this four year. Over twenty twenty four, he has forty eight million. That's those in the next season. Then twenty twenty five, he has the option. Which is he signs or doesn't? That's fifty two million. He signed fifty two million. Pat Riley will <laughs> Pat Riley will hire somebody. And then in twenty twenty six, twenty twenty six, he's literally uh un, un you know unrestricted, unrestricted agent, agent. Okay, which is right where he retire after making that fifty two million, doing whatever he does at what thirty seven by twenty twenty. And, and here's the thing: like a lot of guys say they're going to retire and don't end up retiring, whatever. Yeah, yeah, fair point. My arg- my thing is, if Jimmy ends up winning a ring, okay, I can put him in the Hall of Fame. Jimmy who doesn't want to ring. Who would I'm help him, him get there? Because again, this, we kind of straight from the Nuggets. I'll get back to Nuggets in a second because I have something I want to say about them. But there's there's this team that you get the Heat right. This mm-hmm. offseason is going to be big for them because they just don't have the money. If we think about it in long term, for the guys they have, they're capped up of like 148 million. And who are they uh, paying? Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy. Those and Tal Hero. Those five guys are like combined for like 148. And then now you got to think of Duncan Robinson. But I think Struz got an extension too. I'm sorry, it's a five guys. Then you got Stru- then you got extension Cade Vincent, extension Kill Martin. Depends on what you now do to fill up the roster after you that. Can't, you can't keep all these guys. So now you got to start fighting the roster hold on, hold on, hold on. a little bit. This isn't the same thing they have. Struz, Vincent, and Martin are honestly the same person. Honestly. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think Gaines in the tier above Struth and Vincent. No, I mean, I, I mean, Vincent. Struth is in the tier above. Vincent's in a tier above. Exactly. You can't, even, you can't even keep it together. They're the same person. I think you move off Lowry. If I'm the Heat, you get off him. You're hearing the rumors, Chris. Everybody has rumors. If Kyrie's a legit thing, I still think he resigns with the Mavs. If Kyrie's a legit thing, I think you have a very fair shot of winning your ring with Kyrie, Jimmy, and Ben. Very fair think, shot. Do you think? Kyrie Kyrie no. Do you think Pat Riley want to keep up with Kyrie? If you don't get Kyrie, Dame has said now. Now, now hold on, hold on. Now that I could, uh, now you cooking with some grease. And now you have now you cooking. Now you say he now he did come out and say if they win the finals he wasn't going to go. Why would he? It's joining the bandwagon. But they didn't win. It's the, the it's still now open for interpretation. If he says they don't win, they win. He there's a shot that he could go there because we don't know where this Trailblazers team is really trying to go. Okay. We don't know. Hold on, hold on. Jared, you know I like to pull out the checklist. Let's check some boxes here. Uh, better weather than Portland. Miami has that. Check. check. Uh, championship pedigree organization. Check. Check. A team that clearly knows what they're doing and what they want to go for. Check. Three strikes. I'm out if I'm Dane. And then I'm a- you can add in the fourth one – Player development because they look at the guys we've just named. Check. Four of them are undrafted, like and they're getting major minutes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Guys that no one ever heard about heard of before this series. 
Besides no one, like, degenerates no, like us. No one knew who Max Struess was or Gabe Vincent. Haywood Highsmith. Hey, I knew who Haywood Highsmith was. Sixer, so we have to know who he was, but nobody else really knew who he was. Shout out to Sixer legend Ish Smith. Won a title. Won a title. The the Heat have Jimmy. I say I won't never close the window on Jimmy because he he had options still rebuild. I think through whatever they can do. Pat Riley has worked magic. Look at how he got Jimmy Butler in a signing trade for Josh Richardson. Whatever that made sense for Alan Brand. So Pat Riley just the Godfather makes things happen. I think the Heat still have a window. Other teams are still have a window. The Nuggets. Now, I'm not big on the Dynasty talk. I'm not going to get into that. I just think people have already said, oh, this is a one and done for the Nuggets. I can't say that when you look at the oldest players on their team are literally DeAndre Jordan and Jeff Green. 35, like with whatever Jordan is, 36, 37. Everybody else is still relatively young. Like people say Aaron Gordon's kind of eight. Dude's 27. He's a year younger than Jokic, 28. KCP's 30. That's literally still within your prime as a shooter. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is 24. I, again, the shooting was bad. This is 18%, but one a chip. 16 and 13, double-double. Guys coming off of two back surgeries in his career. Like, it's going to take you some time to really find what you need. And he's had a relatively better year and year. He'll get better when he hits his prime. Jamal Murray's in his prime with Jokic, 26. Two-man game's phenomenal. And then Bruce Brown's only with 29, 30 as well. Christian Braun just got drafted, or he might have been undrafted from Kansas City. Like, they got young pieces that they can start right really – the, the five is there. You're locked into your starting five, which is what most teams want after you win a chip, right? You don't you don't never want to have to say, how do we build another ring because we have to start putting together a new starting five. They got that locked up for another three to four years. The one thing that Denver has that a lot of teams don't have or strive to have is continuity. Same coach, same core, same guys. It's so easy. They're not, out here. Guys locked They're not out here replacing pieces every year like some teams. You're not doing what poor franchises do, which is constant turmoil, constant change, constant upheaval. You don't hear about that. There's guys a team that show up, guys show up and go to work and do their job. It's the same core guys. They know how to play. They have the chemistry. They've developed. And the thing is, a move that they made, which was trading with OKC to get, um, they traded back to get a first round pick from mm-hmm. OKC. They're playing the long game while they're winning a title. This is what strong, competent franchises do. I'm not even going to come at There's a team that was poised to do this, right? They just didn't have – they were missing a couple – they were missing the bigger piece, and I think that's still big. But a team that we could be saying the same sentiment for is the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics had the young core that they could have won to a championship. They made it to a finals. It's just that – where you have a transcendent big man in Jokic, that's what Boston's really missing, right? Like, if Boston had that big, a lot of the questions that we're having on it, the point guard I, situation or the, the two Jalen Brown, it wouldn't be that big of a deal if they if they had that legitimate. Now, I'm not saying rim protect like Robert Williams. I'm saying a big that can even – even if it's just a big that, you know, can just carry you enough where he's not aging out, that would have really transformed Boston because, again, now they have the issues of how do they keep it working? Do they keep it together? Jalen Brown, Tatum, the market smart of it all. This is things that the Nuggets didn't have because they just they, their roster was just built out so fluidly. Again, a lot of things they just brought into their own hands. They didn't let it happen. They they put those that team together. Right, right. Boston did that, but it kind of shook out the room. I kind of agree with you saying. I think if I'm Boston, the thing I'm looking at to upgrade is that point guard position. And this is not a slight to a market smart. How do, you, how do you do that though? Like. They're you know, like, locked up like the Heat when you locked up. Like, hey, they, the players is like this with the money. They got and this is and that's Boston. That's going to be Boston's undoing. Is they can't afford to pay him uh, 
Brown and Tatum. I mean, that, now that you have to make a decision. Well, you can. Because remember, Brown okay. this season. Okay, fine. fine. He was going to have no money for nobody else. Yeah, he was going to have no money for you nobody else. They're gonna be calling me, you, and 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 Hemi seventy six to go play for the Celtics then, because there's a lot gonna, of they don't have no guy, they don't have no, mo- no, no I, money. Besides Marcus Smart, right? I feel like we would be saying less about Marcus Smart if they had were able to secure and facilitate that Miles Turner trade they had, not only at the free agency, right, but also at the trade deadline they were fighting to push for it again, right? If they had secured that Miles Turner trade, I think this would be we'd be having a totally different conversation because yes, Horford played good as always in the in the playoffs. You locked up Bam, where you talk about how Bam started to emerge in his finals. Yes, the hook push shot was right, and Jokic don't play that much defense. But Horford held his own against certain guys, especially in B. Turner's doing those same things, but he's just a younger, more agile, a little bit more mobile. You don't have to worry about the minutes as much where you're trying to stagger minutes and stuff like that. He he plays out a little bit more. He, he's not going to try and flip on the pass where if he knows his shoot is not there, he, you can't really play him anymore because that's what the issue with Horford is. Horford's not really going to the paint anymore. He's not usable if he's not hitting those threes. I think that Turner trade would have really helped them out. And then you start having the issue with Marcus Smart if they say they still lose to the Heat, right? But I think Boston was just that one team where you look at that has the Denver mindset. They're closer to the Denver mindset than what other teams are. It's because they have that young core that you could have built around. They just never really succeeded in it like the Nuggets did. Like Nuggets culture is just right now they succeeded in building a team that's just grit, grind. They lock in defensively. They lock in offensively. Even when they weren't shooting well. They were still locked in enough to go get there. They hit some clutch shots with Matter because of Jamal Murray, as Chris said, stepped up with the continuity and the shooting that he had with this pick and roll with Jokic. They ran corner corners, elbows a lot. They basically played through that outside and then demolished that heat zone because if Jokic is playing in that middle, once Jokic was able to set up in that middle, he did what he wanted. There was a lot of plays where we would see Jokic's defender, the defender on him was a Gabe Vincent or a Kyle Lowry. Sometimes it was Bam, but Bam would be in the zone, so he now has to play back a little bit more. Like, he had the options of doing what he wanted, which made it easier for him. I think Bam had a phenomenal season, or I mean a phenomenal finals, but it just, again, yeah, he averaged over 20 points a game. But it's just like when you look at the 20 points that Bam was getting you, they weren't like, oh, yeah, he really, like, it was great 20 points. It was just, he had his push shots. He was hitting the middies. He hit the shots that were open they needed, and it kept him afloat. But if Jimmy's playing bad, if the other guys aren't shooting well, Bam was on an island by himself, and the Nuggets wanted Bam to shoot more than anybody else on that team. That's what they wanted. They wanted Bam taking those 18 shots or those 17 shots to get 20, stuff like that. So I think just the Nuggets game plan going in was just so much better when it came to the person that they could utilize than the Heat did because the Heat, they, they, they had to literally get on the plane after game seven against Boston. They gassed out. So Nuggets, I think this is the Nuggets' chance. They did not chance. They really – shown themselves to be a champion team. They won the finals. I think they're front runners for the finals next year. If you have to just give it like a team that you say is a front runner, they should be up there as number one again. Dynasty's coming after you win the second one. So do they have a shot at doing it? Potentially. But I do think they're the front runners right now. If you say, okay, did this Nuggets team go, how do they go forward? There's five is locked up. They're going forward with a capable starting five. Unlike some teams, Chris. Unlike some teams. Unlike some teams. Jared, let's talk about other teams. Let's talk about some NBA head coaching news. Um, here you go. Let's start. <laughs> top, Let's, start. Top Let's start with the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns hired Frank Vogel on June 6th to replace Monty Williams. Um, speaking of Monty Williams, he gets hired by Detroit. Gets, <laughs> gets the bag to go to Detroit. Do you know how much it was? $78, $78 million <laughs> over six years. 
Marty got paid. Marty got the bag. And mind you, he was like when the coaches fires, they get their buyout from the team that fires him too, or whatever, right? Because he did, did he resign? He got fired from the Suns. He got fired. So they paid him out mm-hmm. to fire him essentially. So he got mm-hmm. paid that. Was gonna take the year off, and then Pizza said, "Yeah, no, we're not letting you do that. Come get this bag. Come, so take, made, the, come take the year off with pay." Now, sadly, this story kind of reminds me of the former Raptors coach that had phenomenal years with the Raptors, could never really get it done. You're was gonna about, do the same type of thing. And then got paid a bag by the Pistons. Oh, Dwayne Case got paid the bag by the Pistons. Dwayne, I mean, Dwayne Case is, is technically Monty Williams' boss now because Dwayne he Case is, which is why he brought him in and paid him the bag. It makes sense. You got to follow the trend. Yeah. Well, uh, the Sixers hired Nick Nurse to replace not, Doc Rivers. I've, I've 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 adjusted to it. I'm not too angry about it. Again, Frank Vogel and Nick Nurse being hired. I don't. I'm not mad at Nick, Frank Vogel. Was still a little bit questionable to me. Compared to the Nick Nurse hire, I again I, you hear that the players for the Suns were on board with it. Um, Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, you hear that they're still potentially trying to keep a DeAndre Ayton. That's what he said. Nick Ringo, he said he wants to unlock DeAndre Ayton. I think DeAndre Ayton's done with the Suns organization, even though they have new ownership, managerial still there, new coach. I still think he just wants a, a fresh hand senior. I think would be good for Ayton. We've already talked about this in former pods and what teams we could see him going to. But I'm not against the Frank Vogel as a head coach, but I don't know how it really meshes with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. That's remained to be seen. Ime Udoka, uh, hired by the Rockets. Adrian Griffin, uh, former Mav uh, player, former NBA player, was the Raptors' assistant coach last year under Nurse, is now the Bucks' head coach. How you feel uh, about uh, Ime? You think he should have waited now? <laughs> That's Ime's decision. <laughs> And the Toronto Raptors hired Grizzlies assistant coach Darko Rajakovic to be their next head coach. He spent 11 years overseas coaching and in the G League. So, Jared, of those coaching moves, of those hires, which one are you most interested to see play out? Well, obviously I'm interested to see the Sixers. How, how Nick Nurse plays out with the Sixers because our situation is – is turmoil the right word? No. Like, is that – is that no. the right word to use for us? No, I have, I have a couple of words, but I'm not going to say it. I'm, but I'm just saying, like, in, in PG-rated-wise, are the Sixers in turmoil, even if we get Nick Nurse as a head coach? Like, I like... The Sixers are an unserious organization, and I vote on the record to never speak of them ever again on this podcast. Well, that's not happening, so that's vetoed. Uh. Not just by me, but by everybody. That's vetoed. Don't nobody... Don't nobody listen, y'all, just skip. I understand if y'all just want to go ahead and skip the next five minutes when we talk about... It's well, we're not un- talking Sixers. It's just unserious. <laughs> With Embiid, Maxi, I think the nurse can do some things, but I don't know. You ask me a question of what coach you all want to see do something. I want to see Nick Nurse do something. I, sh- I think I shouldn't Devin have, Booker I shouldn't. and Kevin Durant underneath Frank Vogel are going to win them games regardless of if Frank Kogel is calling the plays or if somebody else is. I think they're going to be good regardless. Jerry, you, could, you could coach the Suns and they're going to win games. I don't know if they win a championship, but they will win a regular season game. Yes, because that's what just what happens. You're going to do the dot. You're just going to just sit there and be like, all right, y'all got it. Do I believe that Monty Williams will help transform the Pistons? I think the coach is already in place for them. Dwayne Casey's established that. These are guys that they have so many pieces now. Oh, they got nothing nothing but pieces. I'm and curious. But it's, it's, it's young and it's still there. Like they, they're, they're only going to get better. They just need health now. Like you know what I'm saying? If K didn't get healthy, I feel like the team still – I'm not saying play or anything. But I think the team looks better because we saw for glimpses what this team could look like with Cade as a starting point guard if they bring back Killian Hayes or if he's still in the contract. He played good. This, as a final year, if this was his final year of the contract, this is his best season he's played in his NBA. 
I'm I'm gonna say this about Detroit. They have a lot of great pieces, but they have a lot of log jams. Like they got a lot of bigs and they got a lot of like guards. Pieces that you could trade pieces. for for, just, for certain things now. Like they don't they don't really I mean the wings aren't great. Like they trade Sadiq Bay. They I mean they got some, you know, uh, like Bogdanovich is there. Make but, it and listen, Chris. But make, but they had like but think about it. Kay Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, Killian Hayes, Marvin Bagley, uh, Isaiah Stewart, Jalen Duran. I like they him, have just they just got Don't forget, well, they James. got Wiseman too and James Wiseman. So like they got peace. If if Aiton hated Body Williams, good luck to all you bigs out there. Well, again, you you hear conversations. We can't just always throw it on money. You hear conversations about the attitude and the drive to come from Aiton as well. Like, we gotta play both sides there, but. Yeah, I don't know. When I look at what Pistons are pick five in this draft, they could do some things, or they're pick seven. I'm sorry, pick seven in this draft. Mm-hmm. They could they could even trade that pick. They can keep it. They could try and get themselves an adequate piece. Like they have a lot of op- opportunities that most teams don't have. They can take it to Bias Harris if they want to take him. Please, they can take none, none. please. They can take him. <laughs> like, I beg of you. Options. Because um, if you just think about, I think teams that they are trending upwards while the other teams are trending down, right? Mm-hmm. If we're looking at just the Eastern Conference alone, um, teams that I think they, I think they're a team that can go up, team that goes down. The Hornets, I think, are still going down. I know the Hornets are trying to get Brandon Miller or School Henderson. You look at how they, they lost Miles Bridges. The coaching is nothing but an issue. But I think that roster still has its flaws, right? Mm-hmm. I think that roster has its flaws, and despite how good Lamelo is, he's been ankle injuries away from maybe being out for another year. I, I look at the team like the Wizards. You hear the Wizards are. Potentially in the rebuild, we don't know how that's going to go because Beal has a no trade clause. You have to pay if you decide to keep the team that they have together. Both Kuzma and Porzingis are free agents coming up this offseason. So if you pay them, you're still now you're stuck with that core, right? That's a team that could be on the downward trend. The Magic, I think the Magic are getting better, so they're on the rise with the Pistons. But then you look at the Bulls, Chris. I don't know if the Bulls are going to be like at, like again. They're a team that can win you forty games, but they're also a team that can haphazardly go down and win you 20 only, right? Because you don't know how they, they might blow it up a little bit. They might say, we got to move off the Rosen. You're hearing that they're going to give Vuce a contract extension. But then, like, you, you there's uh, rumors around the league swirling that Zach Levine won't stay his entire contract with the Bulls. So I think they're a team that's – I wouldn't put them at the, the, the minus sign yet, but they're at that team that's at the line where they're not a playoff team really. They're not – they're a sub-line – play in team, but they can really fall down where, let's say Monty comes in and really transforms this Pistons roster, Pistons can fight for a playing spot. It's a very real point they can do if they end up beating out the Magic or they beat out the Hornets, right? It's there. It's viably there. Jared, why are we spending time on the dregs of the Eastern Conference? I don't know. I mean, we can talk about the Western Conference. How do you think no, the Timberwolves are going to do next season? I heard no, Towns no, no, no. might be available. Whatever. Yeah, Aaron Curry, tell them, you know, that's AC, Chris. Go ahead, Team, we didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. We did think they were going to make the playoffs. Go ahead, and blow that, go ahead and blow that up. I see you looked at Did you look at the list? Did we say the Timberwolves were making the playoffs? I, I got rid of the list. I don't know. Oh, I'm going to say, I thought we had them. All right, give me your top five teams on the next season, then, before we end this pod, because it was in the next episode. Give me your top five teams. Okay, we was, we was how about this? Pause, because we got completely sidetracked, because we were supposed to talk about whether or not, we were supposed to talk about whether or not Jokic was top five all time. He has top five all the time. Okay, cool. Next. Let's talk. Keep it going. He has top five all the time. He's there. He's there. He's top five all the time. Oh, my God. He's there. Wait, 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 wait. Think about that. Oh, he's there. Wait. Kareem Shaq. 
Kareem Shaq, Wilt, Russell. Jokic. Over, like over Olajuwon? I could think I, I could probably take him over Olajuwon now. Olajuwon got two. He do have turn. Jokic got two MVPs. And now he got a ring. All NBA twice. Or multiple times now, but ah. Ah. Can we, can we do another year? Let's do another year if if you if, I think Jokic is not five all the time now, but I don't know. Years. The problem, the problem with Jokic is he don't play no defense. Like he, he, That's he, he don't play no defense. Like he's I, I, I get it. The dad is on the defense. I get, it. I get it. I get it. He's he's great offensively. That's a bias. He's, what you just did right there. That was he, a bias. He's an elite. He's an elite passer. He's very good around the rim. He impacts the game in so many ways, except on the defensive end, because he don't play defense. But that's like, it, it, it happens. It happens for some guys. It happens. Yeah, but like, you can't be top though. five all the time and play no defense. That's not true, because look at what he does. Just no, Jared, he don't play no defense. The guy can shoot with the Bam – Adab- Bam Adebayo looked great against him. I'm going to say, see, he looked that great, but he looked good. He Jared, looked good. Pull, up, pull up Bam's numbers for this series. Yeah, it was like 22 for the series. It's it's it good numbers. But- Bam like a 16-points-a-game guy. I mean, let's, 22. Let's, let's say this then. Let me, let me, let me, give, you, let me give you a counter a counter offer. All right, give me a count of them. If, if, if Bam's your best score in the finals, do you win that finals? Hell no. So what do we say? Jokic did his job right. Jokic did his job as a finals player. Jokic did his okay. job. As but a finals did. MVP guy, Jokic did his job. Zero defense. Like, I get it. He averaged. No, see, see, no, no, no. I get it. He averaged. He averaged 100, 100, and 100. I get no, it. you're not thinking of it right, Chris. He played I, I defense. Get it. He, no, he in the mindset of, in a, of a mindset of who can Jokic. Like, no, I'm letting Bam shoot. He played defense? He played my yeah, I'm like the, the defense, I'm letting Bam shoot these push, Bam shoot these little push minis. I'm gonna let him shoot these push minis because I'm gonna stop Jimmy. Are you, are you saying he's doing the stop Jimmy? Listen, man, he's mind games on defense. He wasn't on the perimeter. He was playing mind games on the defense. He's like, he was like Bam shoot these little push minis. Like Bam shoot floaters as a jumper. Like, what are we talking about? Like, he knew exactly what he was doing as a defensive player. Jokic didn't leave the paint. Jokic had two feet in the paint. Jokic was getting blocked from them little guys like he was supposed to. He sent Kyle Lowry mid-drill a couple times. He was like, game visit, no, he ain't no scrub on the paint. And then Jimmy, Jimmy was missing levels on his own. So what he got to do? Just grab a ball. The ball's falling. It's like, Jokic's playing my game. Like, listen, right, hold on, hold playing on. checkers out there. He's right. playing chess. Whatever. Think about that. Yeah, yeah. This, you got to let that ego live. Let it simmer. Let it simmer. Think about that. This, this is this is. Look at Bam. Bam. Look at this. Listen to this. It wasn't even like he. It was. It's all astronomical. Twenty six points, thirteen for twenty five shooting. I'm telling you, Jokic played good defense to me. Twenty one points, eight for fourteen. It's good numbers. I like that. Nine rebounds, four assists. That's game two. I like that. Seventeen rebounds, though huge. It sounds like it sounds like, sound like the game plan for the Heat was go attack Jokic on the listen, listen. Next game, twenty points, forty-four minutes, eight for nineteen, shooting eleven rebounds, three assists. I like that though. I mean, listen, he gave you a double double. Size the one game, game two, you didn't get your number. Last game, game five, twenty points, twelve rebounds, no one assist to speak for. Went to the free throw line only twice. Tobias Harris tight game. We went to the free throw twice. Nine for twenty shooting as a big to get you twenty. Nine for 20. If Bam doesn't shoot threes, where are these 20 shots coming from, Chris? In the form, 
in the paint, in the paint, in the paint against Jokic. Not playing good defense. defense. Not playing good defense. None. I just gave you the numbers. I just gave you the numbers. And you tried that. That's all Aaron Gordon. Stop it. Oh, man. I don't want to hear that. No, man. But you can look up Jimmy W. Jimmy averaged 17 in the finals. Jimmy, Jimmy, step back. Take a step back. Again, this isn't me advocating that Jokic is a good defender. No, it's just. They put him in a system where he was able to play his adequately good defense. It's not like you're saying he's a poor man's defender now. He lost his weight and he actually can move a little bit. He can move. He can move a little bit. That's all you need to now be an all-time center because the man does everything else like a magician. He does everything else. What can't he do? He can. He now he give you a couple blocks. Defense. He give you a couple blocks now, which is crazy because we didn't think he could shut down Bam at a bio. Hey, he did it right. He shut down Bam. No, he He didn't. (laughs) Bam putting out career numbers against this guy. Ain't no career number. Bam put up what's, more than what's, 26. I mean, what's, Bam, what's Bam's all-time career high, Jared? I don't know. Give me a second. Bam's got to put up more than Got to be game one. Got to be. Stop it. Bam's oh, first off. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Thank y'all. No, no, no. Stop it. Bam's I won. career high in the playoffs. All-time, he's dropped 32 points in the conference finals game six versus the Boston Celtics. He he put up 32 hour over, couldn't do it on Yoko. Oh, 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 we the top five center all-time. I thought Al Horford was a defender, right? That's all I'm saying. I'm just I'm just saying what we, we, we ain't talking about, thinking. We ain't talking about Al Horford being a top five center all-time. He's dropped 31 against Boston as well. Okay, so he dropped two 30 pieces against Boston. Okay, and then, 20, and then 26 against Jokic. What was the, what was the Lakers finals? I'm just saying, Ben. Cook and AD? Well, you talking about AD being a top five center all time? Ben only averaged 15 for his AD. Exactly. So, <laughs> Bam out here averaging 23 against Jokic and averaged 15 against AD. Are we talking, about, are we talking about this guy being a top five all-time center over Hakeem Olajuwon? Let's say this then. Look who the bigs. Already? No, no, no. Already? No. It's too early. It's too early. Just put it out in the okay, perspective. Here, okay, what through the bigs Jokic has had to go through in this finals, in this finals run? He go went ahead. through Towns, Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis, LeBron James is a big now, DeAndre Ayton, <laughs> and now Bam about. He was walking it through him. Look who Bam was really going against. Bam's bigs that was locking him up. Was giving him the business. Bam was getting locked up by Brooke Lopez, a Mitch Robinson, Julius Randle, and Al Horford, subpar at times because he didn't play at the time. Robert Williams, Grant Williams, and now he was getting locked up by Jokic. The bigs is a difference of bigs, Chris. We I just named you top ten big guys. Bam was getting guarded by top twenty-five. Now that's only because not a lot of bigs in the league top twenty-five guys. They at the bottom of the cesspool. In the top one hundred, these dudes at the ninety to one hundred. That's who Bam was getting guarded by besides Joyce Randall. No offense to Knicks fans. Joyce Randall's in the good top 75 part of the NBA. Everybody else I just named, they the bottom 75. Brooke Lopez, he not seen above 75 if he is. That's just, hey, somebody loves him. If we see Mitch Robinson, he might be pushing 82. He might be pushing 82. Overall rank, 82. Al Horford, 99. Robert Williams, 101. Grant Williams, 115. Jokic, number two. Like, he top five, number two. Because you got to have somebody. I still think Giannis is number one, best player in the NBA. Jokic is two. But after this finals, people can say, oh, yo, Jokic is better than Giannis. They can, they can make the argument to me. I just still think it's Giannis, Jokic, Luka, whoever else as a top three right now. 
All foreign too. Just putting it out there. All foreign players. Okay, just just okay. So before I engage in the foolishness that Jared said, you don't believe Giannis number one best player in the league still? The argument was: Is Jokic a top five center of all time? And your answer was: I think I think he is. I I, I put him up there because I, I I think the Elijah one thing and him are just they're he's close now to Elijah one. He's very close. Jokic needs a, Jokic needs more. Work. Jokic wins that next ring. Jokic needs a larger body of work. If Jokic wins the next ring, let's say Jokic needs ring. a larger body of work. Honestly, no, I can't say. Even if he had two rings, are we just he doing centers? Even if he had yes, okay, only centers. Only if he had two rings. Wilt got him beat on numbers, and he got two rings. Wilt Shaq, got two rings. Wilt got yeah. one ring. Wilt got two. One with the Lakers. Wilt got him beat on numbers. Shaq, yeah, I'm taking Shaq. Shaq got him beat on 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 stuff too. Shaq, Shaq Wilt. Kareem. I like Kareem. Kareem, number two all yeah, the he, he's, he's, I think he's still poised to get more MVPs. I think he still has that in him. That's fine. That's fine. Let's let's let me run down Elijah Wan's resume because I think you forget me. I don't play longer than you Back to back titles, back to back Finals MVPs. Won an MVP in '94. Twelve time All Star. Six time All NBA First Team. Second team. Third team. Two time Defensive Player of the Year. Jokic will never have to worry about that. You're not getting that. All defensive first team five times. All defensive second team four times. All Again, Jokic doesn't get all defensive, but he'll be all offensive. Like, this year was the outlier. Praise and be for getting let, MVP. Led the league in rebounds twice and led the league in blocks three times. Average 22, 11, and three blocks a game. Like, come on now, stop it. Jokic's about to average triple throw and end his career. If he keeps going to triple throw. If we have a different conversation when he ends Jokic is in what, year seven? This is year seven, right? Eight? No. No. He got drafted in what, 14? Yeah, 14, 15, I think. In the second round? This is year eight. Year eight. Okay. 28 years old, year eight. He got a lot of still, still, if this is the peak of his game, the longevity is going to be there, right? Like, we're we're saying he can sustain his level of ability and still put you in in a finals conversation. They still put you in MVP. I, no, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not saying that he won't end up there. I'm just saying the question is, is he there now? And the answer is for me is no. I'll arguably take him in top five. I wouldn't be mad at you if somebody was to say, "Oh yeah, I got Jokic top five all time." Okay, you top five all time, big. Like, that's not, I'm not mad at you for that argument. I'm not. I'm not. Like, I'm not going to hate on that because I'd probably do the same thing. Like, there's worse things. There's worse takes we could have. Like yeah. there are abysmally worse takes we can have than Jokic being like like right there. Like we 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 said we've said things like Chris Paul could end up winning a championship. We we said things like that on this pod. We had I mean, at, at the time they were up what two zero. I mean was we said what we said worse things. Like, we we've said some things but we we clearly was lying. Like we we clearly it was delusional. Trust me, I, you heard my delusions on this podcast. Funny, we we said things like the Sixers gonna be bosses. Uh, all right, all right. Thank y'all for this episode, another episode straight to the point. If you liked what you hear, please tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. Uh, we're still a five star rated podcast. Or I'm not even getting. I'm not even going into the not even. <laughs> going, not you, even. You going never answered my question about the top three players because my I gave you my top three. In the top league. three of what? 
in the league right now? Giannis, Giannis Jokic, Luka. Giannis, I, I agree with you. Giannis Jokic, Luka. All right, then they're all four. That's so crazy. Not an American player yet. No. On that list. We didn't no. name one. Because who would be fourth? KD. KD would be fourth? KD. And then would you put Embiid fifth? <sighs> Answer the question. Would you put Embiid fifth? Like, who would you, who would you put over Embiid if he's not fifth? I don't even LeBron? want to. I don't even want No. No. <laughs> I don't even want to think about Embiid right now, man. I'm so disappointed. Who you put fifth? I'm just so. Wait, you got one more player. You got one slot. Fine, fine. Give it to him. I don't care. Like, I'm, just, to? I'm, I'm you so. I'm just so. I'm so dis, dis, disappointed with them guys. Is that exciting for the NBA free agency that starts not, in uh, two weeks? Not at all. Not excited. The NBA draft is coming up. You know. Sixers have no draft pick, so you don't have to worry about that. Don't have to worry about that. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, don't worry. We can we'll, enjoy the draft and drink and just enjoy the everybody else hating on the players they drafted, the players they love to get. Victor Miyama. We can enjoy the Spurs getting the potentially, you know, Hall of Famer himself. We'll see. We'll see. So, like I said, thank you for listening to another episode of Straight to the Point. If you liked what you hear, please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell the Sixers to get their act together so I don't have to be disappointed again next year. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I will be. We're still a five-star rated podcast on iTunes. So, like I said, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Make sure you follow Straight to the Point on all your favorite socials at STTP Podcast. Make sure you follow me at underscore Chris Cross. Follow me at underscore Jada Hughes on all socials. Definitely follow the podcast. we got big things coming with the summer now here. New guests are going to be approaching. we got new endorsements coming in. Man, we got a lot of things rolling. All I can say left is go Eagles. Another team that won't let me down. You know, go Eagles, man. At least I got something.